In today's episode, I address strong emotions and the fear of them. The fear of waking up the devil within. Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions, as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy. I recently heard this from several people in my audience that they basically kept themselves busy and in hustling mode in order to not face, for example, depression again, once their mind would go quiet. Like when they didn't have to work so much anymore, they would have more free time on their hands and they wouldn't get to that point because they were fearing of having all that free time and cycling back or circling back into depression and two other clients of mine had this massive fear of their bottled up anger and even rage they told me they could punch someone or even kill someone and they didn't know how to deal with their intense emotions And obviously this held them back from doing the, or going the next step in business. That was a massive act of self-sabotage, what they did. And even I, I had quite some episodes in life where I had to deal with the same. And this is what I want to talk about in today's episode. For example, about 10 years ago, I had several episodes of depression and I wouldn't be able to get out of bed and cry the whole day without even knowing why. And then some years later, during my first coaching degree, I remember a time when I was holding back the tears so much that it hurt. And my fear was, if I started, I would never be able to stop again. And this is not a joke. I felt Like I only consisted of sadness and that there was no end to it. So I really felt this. I really had this fear. Once I started, I would not be able to stop again. And you know, this fear is real for people. Also with rage, this fear is real. They do think they can't control their emotions anymore. And also this issue with fear, I had that as well. Of, of course, this is why I have those clients dealing with the same stuff. Your clients are always kind of mirrors to you or to, to an older, uh, a former self of yours, a former version of yours. So at that time, I was like full of rage. I too had that feeling, <clears throat> if I let those feelings out, if I stopped repressing them, I would actually kill people. I, it felt like this uncontrollable rage that, that would take me over once I started opening up to it. So I totally get my clients and I totally get my lovely people in the audience who have those fears because I have been there. So why I'm telling you this is that, yeah, I have known it and my clients do and a big number of people when I ask around. And it is such an important topic that I want to address it today because there is a lot of shadow in society. 
People either suppress or act out. And what I want to show you today is another way. Working and dealing with the stories attached to your emotions. The more you repress those emotions, the more power they gain. And yes, they will materialize. And with that, I mean, they will find their way into your life, either in uncontrollable actions or in physical and emotional health issues, in self-sabotaging acts, or depression, which is a form of aggression against yourself. The more you hold them back, the worse it gets. There is no way around them, you know. However, there are ways to get through them and in the process become stronger, more loving, kinder, hum more humble, caring, compassionate and powerful. So actually working through those issues, working through those fears and those emotions, you will be a different person afterwards. And it is worth every second of it. Another thing is that you have to understand that those bottled up emotions, they are bottled up energy. And this, like this energy you use to hold back something. This energy can't be used otherwise. And dealing with these emotions and underlying stories don't only or doesn't, does not only heal you. It will set free massive and massive amounts of until then bound energy. You can only win in this process if done right. And this is not only for people who have like huge trauma in their life, who had like horrible scenarios playing out in their childhood and so on. This also is for you if you have minor emotional issues and you fear a little bit of your emotions. So it does not even need to be a big one. However, if you repress those emotions, it's the same. You don't or you can't access that energy attached to or being used to repress those emotions. Therefore, working through that stuff, this will free up energy in your life and you will always be able to use that. In business, in your personal life, you can only win. Now the question is, how do you do that? What is the process? How can you actually deal with those emotions instead of going into depression or being controlled by your emotions and actually kill people? The first step is to acknowledge what is there and the fear you have. This really is a big first step. It means taking an honest look and letting the sweet monster out of the closet. And you will later figure out that the monster can actually be quite cute. So in the beginning, it looks like something huge. And later on, you will figure out, you will see, actually, it wasn't so hard to do. Fear is bigger than the, actually, the actual work you have to do. However, first it will need your acceptance that something is there. And see what fears show up. For example, that you won't be able to stop that the emotion will take over or that you actually become a threat to others. Awareness is the biggest antidote to shadow and fear. So this step really is so, so important. The next step then is to decide you want to deal with it. A conscious decision to deal with your emotions and giving up fear. 
Either you push the monster back into the closet and miss out on the big chunk of freedom and energy, or you now consciously decide that you'll walk the path of working through your old stories. It is very normal that in the beginning it looks like a crazy venture, almost too big to handle. My clients are actually experts in wanting to convince me of their old stories and they can't make it work. They say like shifting that energy, I can't do that. And my circumstances, it's just not possible for me. You know, in the beginning, we work on shifting their energy. So for example, they come with a lot of heavy energy and they take like a lot of time to convince me that this is actually how their life will always be. And they tell me all their whole like horrible old stories and they are really horrible. Like some of my clients have gone through like... It's crazy. They have gone through gang rape, through abuse, to like horrible abuse, to um, horrible accidents and so on. Like there are people in there where you think that they're still alive. It's a, it's a miracle. And yeah, in the beginning, like my job is to not be, to not be frightened by their stories and believe in them and do the work with them. So that was one client working through extreme heaviness. The other person, like she couldn't feel safe. And it took me weeks with her to actually shift her from feeling not safe, not secure into no change in circumstances and creating that feeling in herself. And of course it works. I always know like with the people I work, I know that we can shift this. Otherwise I wouldn't work with them. They would directly have, like, they wouldn't work with me as a coach. They would go and get a um, psychotherapy or something like that. And it's just so funny because they have, they put so much work into trying to convince me that it's not possible for them. And they probably picked me as their coach because they unconsciously know that I will always be there. I believe in them. I can be the frame for them. I can hold the energy for them so that they can work through that stuff. It was the same for me, you know? I was frightened like hell by those fears and those emotions in me. And I thought I wouldn't be able to handle that. There were several situations in my own life and I always thought the pain was too big. I wouldn't be able to handle it. I would go down. For example, when I left my background, my cult background, and made my way into life, I thought I would never be a proper person and get rid of all my limiting beliefs. I thought and I felt like I was a lost case. And later on, when I addressed my cult story, actually just three, year, three years ago, when it got back or when it came into my life even stronger than before, my 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 story my history basically i got therapy and further coaching and this was another big episode in my life where i thought it would break me i was lost and drowning however it didn't break me i didn't drown another situation when i addressed family issues fearing the loss of a sibling um to suicide this also almost broke me And even this has been dealt with. You know, the circumstances are the same, but I have worked through the pain and the fear and the loss. Then issues around my feminine and sensual identity. I grew up in a Catholic cult, so no sex before marriage, um, women being the evil 
all of that stuff which was force-fed to us in a very subtle way, I thought I would never have a fulfilled sex life. I would never love my body, nor would, nor would someone else do that or be able to do that. And guess what? This fear could be overcome as well. And I can still be sad. I am extremely emotional, but the sadness I mentioned before has vanished from my life. The same with anger, the same with rage. Yes, I can be angry with people. I can speak my truth, but there is no desire left to kill anyone anymore. And what I want to show you with this is trauma can be overcome. There is hope for you. And you can find a safe place to work through this stuff whenever you're ready. It looks so much more frightening before than after. And it is so worth it. Gosh, I've, if I remember, like when I remember my life from before, I was living a dead life, basically. So I put in the work and the pain to step into freedom and feeling alive. And it worked. It does work. I'm a living example and my clients are a living example of that. Another important point, point number three, is to get support to really solve those issues on a deep level. Especially when you know you have a story of intense emotions. Get a safe space, get support, don't do everything on your own. Because you're a prisoner of your own mind and your body. So... Sometimes you do need higher energy, higher knowledge, support from other people, from a group to hold you in order to work through that stuff. If you have to do that in your mind, some of those things are not possible or at least not in the extent as with someone, some form of energy on your side. I wouldn't be where I am nowadays because of not doing it alone, not doing it on my own. You can read a lot of books and do a lot of self-coaching. However, there is a next level in getting support, in trusting in someone, in trusting in someone who helps you out with their energy when you can't. Another point then is to listen to your body. And to check in with yourself how much is possible for you now. You have to include integration times. I have been a person who have done everything in a quick pace. I have done a lot. However, I have a strong connection with my body and I trust my body fully. Therefore, I always knew what I did and I followed my intuition. So if you're drawn to something, that is a sign. Your body will always tell you where you are. Your job is to listen. It will tell you when you need a break. It will tell you when it's not the right time yet to do something else. So there is a reason that I only could address like the full extent of my cult story three years ago. That I wasn't able, that it didn't come up as a topic even for myself in whatever, five years ago, or eight years ago. There was a reason for that. And my body showed me the way. And then when I had this breakdown those years ago, I knew it was time. My body shut down and it told me there is no other way to go now. And I listened. I invested. My money, my time, my energy. Follow 
the signs of your body and your feelings when you choose the people you work with and the modalities and the time. The fear might seem real and feel real, however the way is through. Listen closely to what your body is telling you. And there is not one way how it is telling you. It is very individual. For some people, you met, might get a body reaction and you know now it's time to stop. And exactly the same feeling, exactly the same reaction would be the sign for someone else to actually keep going. So I can't tell you when you feel that, that's a sign to stop. No, I can't tell you that because it is highly individual and you have to learn what the language of your body is, basically. And then last but not least, I want to just give you some ideas um, of treatments, of modalities to use. All of them I have tried, all of them I have done. So it's nothing where I say, ah, oh, just give it a try. I have no idea if it actually works. And there, you know, everyone has something which is more aligned with him or her. So also there, you have to find your way. You have to find your modality. Again, listen to your intuition, not to the fear, survival-based intuition, but to your higher self and your empowered, higher, uh, empowered version of yourself, basically. What have I done and what I can recommend to you? It's timeline therapy for sure. It is wing wave, which is a mix of muscle testing and EMDR, eye movement desensitization reprocessing, hypnotherapy, Energetic, energetic healing modalities, very important because increasing your energy and getting your energy flowing again, getting rid of those blockages in your body. This is something we don't do so often in the Western world and it is very much needed. And then body therapy, which is especially important for pre-verbal trauma, which means that it was or that it occurred before the devel development of speech. So every trauma which happened before, like in your childhood, before you were able to speak, can very well or very, in a very good way be addressed through body therapy, much better than to anything connected with um, speaking it out, for example. Journaling, a very wonderful way. Very easy thing. And you can do that with yourself without anyone on your side. However, also in connection with working with a coach or a therapist. Plant medicine. Yes, I have done ayahuasca and what else? If you feel drawn to that stuff, follow your body, follow your intuition. Another big one is to also get alternative doctors on your side, for keeping track on your levels of vitamins and like all your health-related stuff, basically. A lot of diseases have to do with imbalances in your body. And sadly, our Western medicine is oblivious to it. It is crazy. So get yourself a doctor trained in both modalities, Western medicine and alternative therapies. When I had my burnout, I supplemented heavily, obviously, in like working together with my doctor. And it got me stable in less than a month so that I then could do the internal work. And I often recommend my clients to take a look at that, especially when they are like extremely stressed out and overwhelmed. All of them show heavy deficiencies, which can easily be supported and get rid of like with the right treatment. So looking at that, having a very holistic approach when you do the work is in my eyes really, really important. 
So, in order to work through your emotions, first step, the first step was to acknowledge what is there, what is going on. The next step is to decide, yes, I want to tackle that. I want to work through that. It needs that decision. Otherwise, it won't work. Decision is very, very important. And then that you do the work in a safe space. I very often worked like with a mix of modalities. And I followed my body and my intuition, what was needed. I did a lot with help on my side and this has like basically shifted it for me so rapidly. This has helped me to have so many breakthroughs in such a short time for what I had to overcome basically. Because when you grow up in a, in a place of mind control, you know, there is a lot of stuff to overcome. And yeah, get the right process for you. Get the right treatment for you and come from a place of infinite possibility. There is nothing that cannot be overcome. I tell you, if you step into a place of believing in miracles and believing in infinite possibilities, so much more is possible for you. And I really want you or want to help you to get rid of that fear, to step out of your comfort zone and address those things. Because this is the most amazing thing we can do for our society, for our planet. Work through our issues. Just today I read, a, um, I read a post again that trauma goes seven generations deep in both directions. So we have trauma from seven generations back. It's happening on cell cellular levels. It's not only on your mind. It is being given or handed to you on a cellular level, level. And the trauma you don't work through, this is being kept alive in seven generations after you. So working through your shit really is a gift to humanity. You have to understand that. And you can find the right way to do that. You can let go of the fear. My clients overcome massive things. I have overcome massive things. So it is possible for you. Let go of the fear and know that you can work through it. Knowing that there is something you are fearful of is one thing. Knowing that you're fearful of going back into depression, going back into rage and being like destructive or something is one thing. And this is an important step already because now you are aware of the monster. And now you can find the right way how to deal with it. You know? It is, it is not you who is hurtful to society. It is the people who act out on their un unconscious shadow. So you knowing what is in the closet, even though you perhaps not really know what it is, but you know there is something. This means you are much less of a threat to yourself and to other people. Because the big threat is the unconscious pattern, the unconscious trauma, the unconscious hurt. Okay. Your emotions show you the way. It's time that you deal with those little monsters, little or big monsters in your closet and free that energy to do your work in this world. Did you like this podcast episode? Then I would be super grateful if you gave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And please subscribe to the podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website and contact form in the show notes. And whenever you are done 
playing on your current level and you're ready to embrace a life of more, ready to unapologetically go for your biggest dreams in business and life, letting go of all those monsters in the closet, message me and I'll get back to you with more info on how to make it happen. Thank you for listening and until the next episode, much love to you, Lydia.